Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, and welcome again to another episode of Orgullo Hispano. We're so glad that you have decided to join us today. Before I introduce my wonderful guests, I would like to take take this time to really thank our sponsors who have made this podcast available. Uh, I want to thank the Leadership Empowerment Group for their continued support, as well as one of our new sponsors, uh, the Office of External Affairs at Baylor University. Thank you to these prestigious organizations and businesses that have really made this podcast available and possible. I would like to introduce now our special guest for the day. Uh, a lot of you probably know her because you see her out in the community. Uh, and not to mention her her husband, which not the better half, but <laughs> Trace is the better half. But her husband, Keith, is also on the Waco ISD school board. So, Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I appreciate you being here, you know, and I was excited to hear about uh, the event that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, but if for some reason there was someone that didn't know you and Keith, uh, tell us a little bit about you guys and what do you do in the community, if you don't mind, please. I don't mind at all. So as you mentioned, my husband is a Waco ISD board trustee, um, and he's also a fire marshal for the city of Waco, peace officer, so that's very active in the community. Um, our family lives in the city of Waco. Wonderful. Our kids uh, graduated from Waco High. We have one that's in college. Well, we won't hold Waco High again. Ah! You know? <laughs> please don't. Please, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so our older two graduated from Waco High, one in 2020 and one in 2021. They're now in college, one's at Prairie View and one's at UNT Arlington, doing fabulous. Um, we're very proud of them. Love we also it. have a nine-year-old daughter, uh, Summer, that's in uh, the ninth, excuse me, the ninth grade, the fourth grade at Hillcrest PDS. Wonderful. So um, we're very advocate for yep. uh, Waco ISD schools yep. and love Waco ISD schools. And we also have a few nonprofits that we do in the community. Um, the main name for the nonprofit is Tell the World Ministries. But okay. under that umbrella, we have Forever Young Scholarship Fund, where we give a graduating high school seniors scholarship for their continuing education. Wonderful. Um, thank you. In memory and honor of Sakara Young that was yes. killed due to Tragically domestic violence. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we also have Lit Waco, which is Lit is Literacy Intervention Team, and then it's Waco. And that's the literacy component of the nonprofit. So, yeah, we're just a little busy. And not to mention, both of you have full-time jobs on top of that. We do. Raising a yes. family. Mm -hmm. So when yes. do you sleep? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we get about three, four, no, no, we, we get some good hours in here and good, there. Um, good, we good, also good. have a real estate business. So yep. yeah, so it's busy, but it's enjoyable and we're honored to do all of it. So, Wonder. Yeah. Well, and, and well, first of all, before even we begin to talking about the upcoming event, I want to thank you and Keith for just being such community advocates thank you. Uh, for our children. 
you know, being uh, my wife and I are products of Waco ISD. Our kids are in Waco ISD. We believe in the school district in Waco ISD. And so we love it when we see um, adults and people and, and leaders in our community that are just such advocates for our babies. And so I really appreciate uh, that part from you guys Thank as well. Thank you. We appreciate yes, that. But I know um, we are really here to talk about a cool event that is coming up uh, in February. Yes. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think you were telling me earlier, it's the first of its kind in Waco, possibly it the is. first of its kind in the Central Texas area. Correct. Tell our audience the name of the event and what it is, please. It is called Syntex Teen Book Fest on the Brazos. Okay. It is a book fest. And so when people Which hear is different from a book, book fair. fair. Okay. Yes. So when you hear about a book fair, um, you think about tables being set out, sure. tons, hundreds of books, people coming in, looking at the books and kind of figuring, oh, okay, I'll buy this one and I'll read it, take it home, bam, you're done. A book fest is a lot more interactive than that, which is why we're so excited about it. Um, we actually have the authors that wrote those books at Amazing. this event. Amazing. Yes. So not only will the students be able to come in and get a book, but they'll be able to read, shake hands and talk to and question the authors that the wrote actual the book. authors. Correct. That is amazing. Yes. And so there's a lot of different things that go on in a book fest. Um, we're starting out with writing workshops, uh, literary, literary workshops. We have a comic book workshop as well. Um, we have Waco Plus Comics coming. So it's going to be very exciting, especially for our young boys. Sure. That love comic that books. That are into comic books. <laughs> Absolutely. Girls, but yep. some, some of our young boys. Um, we also have a cosplay literary cosplay contest mm -hmm. where you can dress up as your favorite character of a book or, wonderful yes and you you win a prize for that we have door prizes um we have storytelling we have engaging author panels we have a lot of great events coming and also artist in you is going to be doing some face painting there so it's an exciting and engaging event sure. for the community and we're just so excited about it so what made uh you and keith really uh be motivated to do something like this in the Waco area? Well, I have to give homage to my husband. Okay. Because Lit Waco was his dream and it was his baby. He... It, he puts his story out there all the time. He was a struggling reader mm -hmm. um, in school, and he moved with his grandparents, and his grandmother read his first novel to him when he was in high school. Wow. And if you look at him now, you would never know. You would never guess that. You would that. never know. Agreed. But it was, a, it was a struggle for him, and it was a journey. And he got through that hurdle just by his grandmother reading one novel to him. Now he can't put a book down. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so he's always reading and, and things like that. But um, he wanted to make a difference in other youth that were struggling readers or that had issues with the literacy because he knew the obstacles and things that he had to overcome. Sure. And so he thought of, he's like, okay, well, why don't we do a literacy nonprofit? And he's the dreamer. He dreams it up and then he gives it to me. And then, you know, he's <laughs> you're like, the okay, doer. You make it happen. Yeah, I make huh? it happen. <laughs> um, definitely teamwork. Though. Definitely Absolutely. Teamwork. But yeah. So we sat down and we prayed about it and we're like, okay, you know, this piece needs to happen and we do this and do that. And at that time we were um, very active at Carver GW. It was GW Carver mm -hmm, Middle at the School time. at the time. And under principal McAdoo's leadership, yep. we met with him and we said, Hey, we have this literacy nonprofit that we really want to bring into the middle school. And he so graciously was like, heck yeah, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> he welcomed all the help, me? yes. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. And mm -hmm. so that was the birthplace of Lit Waco. We met with students there. We started a literacy camp okay. um, that we held the entire summer back in 2016. We're trying to continue the summer camps on, but the leadership you know, started changing sure, sure. at the school. And um, 
and the, under Principal Perry's leadership, it was going to start over again. But unfortunately, you know, Lord rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just kind of waiting until we can get back into the schools because of the pandemic and Absolutely. things of that nature. And so kind of put like, things on pause. Kind of put things on pause. Um, and, and then we had started Forever Young, and right. that's still active. So we're like, okay, we really need to get this literacy component mm-hmm. active. It's necessary. God gave it to us for a reason. Yes. And it's not just to do one, you know, year and then put it under the table. And so we started thinking and and we we're like, okay, we need to do a book fest. I mean, we're hearing a lot of our youth going to or trying to go out of town to right. a book fest. Why not have it here in, 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 in our own backyard. Our own backyard. Yes ma'am. And so um I called one of my great best friends, Miracle Austin. She's a local author here. And I said, this is what we're thinking. And she's like, of course, let's do it. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> and I mean, it's like, again, we gave her that and she just took it and ran with it. And we've been planning it ever since. It's been two years in the making, um, but we're so excited. And I mean, we're we're thrilled to be able to do this in the community. It's been I a blessing. It. So let's talk about the event a little bit. The okay. Book Fest is taking place, and correct me if I'm wrong, on Saturday, February 11th. Correct. 10 to 5 p.m. Correct. Where where are we having it at? It is going to be at Carver Indian Spring Middle School United. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And uh, do students and parents have to pay to get in? They do not. It is free and so open it's to free. the public. Yes, absolutely. Everything. Now, as the students come in, they will receive a book. Okay. And we're going to make sure that we give children's books, the children's books in middle grade and, and, and young adult, the high school books. Uh-huh. Um, but we're going to um, also have authors sell their books there. Okay. So if, if they want to purchase them. If they want to purchase, they are able sure. to do so. Sure. However, the e- the event is free and open to the public. There's no admission fee. There's no registration fee or anything like that. So yeah. Wonderful. And so students of all ages, whether elementary, middle, high school. Absolutely. And parents as well. Parents as well. We definitely want parents to come out. We want to not only engage the students, but engage the parents as well. Mm-hmm. Parent may find a book that they're interested exactly, in there. Exactly. Um, but we want to make sure that they all know that literacy is exciting. Right. It's important. It's right. creative. It's not boring. Once you once right. you find once you find that that um, that topic that you interested in, it, it, it will really take mm-hmm. off. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're so excited. About and, and Tracy, is it books of all types, whether it's fiction or sci-fi or Absolutely. anything? Okay. Anything. Yes. You know, I th- we, we were talking earlier and I think you said something very powerful that, um, students today, especially our younger generation, they're so geared to, let me go for the iPad or let me right. go for the video game or let me, uh, get online for social media and I think as a society, and, and I, we can't blame the kids on this, but as a society, we've lost that love right. for reading, right. like an actual reading a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so be, ha- hosting an event like this, I'm so excited that our kids will have the opportunity for them to say, this is actually really cool. I'm right. enjoying this. Yes. You know? Yes. And the, well, as they come in, when uh, as I mentioned, they're going to be getting a book. So we're... we're the goal is to start their library or continue their, their personal library. Sure. So, you know, some kids may not have access right. to just be able to keep a book, you know. And so that's what we're focusing on. It's like, okay, start their reading library or add to their reading library. Mm-hmm. So, And one of the things that I want to ask, um, 
Uh, Tracy, one of the things that we were talking about earlier is that there will also be a panel of authors. Is that correct? Very diverse panel. But so, so let's talk about that a little bit, the diversity of the panel that you're going to have there that day. Yes. Yeah, so we looked at the demographics of not only our community, but the demographics of our students in our schools. Okay. And we said, okay, we want a very diverse author panel. So sure. we have... Hispanic authors, award-winning Hispanic authors, Latino authors. Um, we have award-winning African-American authors Absolutely. as well as Caucasian authors. One, so these are authors that are just saying, hey, I put out one book and showcase my book and I'm going to be there. Not at all. These are, these are the real deal. The <laughs> real deal, yes. Award-winning authors that are well-known, um, that have been to many different book fests around the country and I that are personally it. invited to book fest. Um, one of the authors, her name is DC Gomez, and okay. she is an award-winning author um, with USA Today best-selling reading author. That is so, amazing. Yeah, so we're excited to have her. We also have Manuel Ruiz. He is another um, Latino author. And we also have Marsha Mickelson from Guatemala. Uh-huh. And we also have Guadalupe McCall. She's another award-winning author. So, I love and that's, it. And that's just a, a brief synopsis sure, sure, of, sure. Our, of our panel. And, and so the cool thing I think about it is that students are going to be able to look at these authors yes. and see themselves in that role. Absolutely. Um, and I just think that is so so powerful it is when you know we talk about uh educators and teachers that the students can see themselves in their educators and teachers and principals and uh school governing body etc things like right. that but that goes beyond that it goes with doctors and attorneys mm-hmm. and authors and mm-hmm. so um that are that are babies and i say our babies because i have little ones and i i take it seriously that right. our community our community can see that there are people that look just like them mm-hmm in those roles right and how cool is that absolutely that, that's the beauty of this event yep yeah. and what are you hoping what are you and keith hoping to accomplish through this through this book fest number one promoting literacy throughout our community mm-hmm. and engaging the students in a way that they develop a love and excitement for it again sure and see the creativity in it um, and to also reach all youth. Right. And it, it definitely within our Waco ISD system. Sure. Um, just engaging them. We hope that um, a lot of students do come out mm-hmm. and they're excited mm-hmm. and they enjoy the event mm-hmm. um, because it is going to be an annual event. This is the first. There you go. That's what I want to hear. It's an yes. annual event. Yes. It is an annual event. Wonderful. This is the very first one, but it's definitely an annual okay. event. So we're excited. And then as far as um, you said Waco ISD students, but is it just for Waco ISD students or is it open to any student in the area? It's open to any student in the area and beyond. Okay. Yeah, our, we want to target our Waco ISD students. Sure. However, it is open to any area. And it's free for anyone. It is free for anyone that walks through those doors. Wonderful. And, and then one more thing I'm going to ask you is as parents bring um, their students to the book fest, what is the message that you hope that the parents will grasp through this book fest? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I would have to focus just on on how important literacy sure, is. Sure, sure. I would have to focus on that and how how important, but how exciting and fun yep. it could be. Right. Um, and to go back to the basics, yep. like you know, I kind of I remember when I was growing up, 
I'm going to tell my age a little bit, but I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was growing up, I didn't have any access to electronics. We didn't have a computer. Correct. There was no Same. iPhone. You know, there was no iPad. Those things hadn't even been invented, maybe right. thought of, yep. but not invented yet. And it was going outside, yes. you know, playing with friends, yep. getting, getting that, um, that part, but also reading. Yes. And that's what we hope that our youth go back to. Reading is, it, it, it opens up so many avenues and so many doors when you can read, understand, comprehend. Um, the, the world is your oyster, right, right. you know? And so getting our parents back to making sure our students are literate right. and, and reading, that, that's, that's the most important thing. And I even think, um, just from personally speaking, like, um, reading with their kids, the bonding that takes that place between a parent and their student as you read together. That too. Um, statistics show, and I don't know the exact number or the percentage, but statistics show that when men read to their children, they grasp the words better, they mm. learn faster. Um, you hear that, daddies? Yes, <laughs> and, and it was so shocking to me because – as a mother, you would think, oh, it's the you know, right. it's mom's reading. The, the nurturing mom. It is not. It's the father's wow. reading. Wow, I didn't so, know that. Yes, it that is. It is amazing. It is. And so my daughter um, started out reading with her father in the womb. He would read to my stomach. And then when she popped out, he was reading to her. Good. And they do this. It's still not. She's nine years old. She'll be 10 in June. They still do that. They'll get, they'll grab a novel. They'll set up some pillows on the floor. Love it. And they'll read a couple of chapters every night. Love and it. so, and but I've also seen the difference yep. that it's made in her academics right. and her reading level and um, her English, you know, sure. language. And it's, it's just, it's been phenomenal to just watch it unfold. And mm -hmm. it's like, man, that, that's the statistic is really true right right so yeah it, it's very very important especially for the fathers to read to their children wow. yeah so so if people wanted more information on the book fest tracy where could they go could they go somewhere online or call somewhere or absolutely so there's two things we're still getting our website up and running okay lit waco however they can go to the facebook page which, oh. is, which is lit waco okay facebook and they can also contact me personally okay um, my do you want me to tell Yes, please. Okay, my telephone number is 254-313-8538. You can Wonderful. call or text me um, if you have any questions or need more information about it uh, or need a flyer. Yeah. If you would like to promote a flyer in your business, mm -hmm. I can drop off flyers as well. Um, if you'd like to become a sponsor, hint, hint. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. well, if someone wants to be a sponsor, what do they do? They contact me okay. as well. We are a registered nonprofit with the IRS, mm -hmm. so it, can, it will be a tax write-off. Sure. Um, um, we can give you the EIN number and things like that when they need it. But yes, if they want to become a sponsor, just contact me and we'll get Because I'm sure there are that. costs that are going, that yeah. go into putting on an event Absolutely. like this. Absolutely. Yep. There are big costs. Yep. Um, but um, with the first event, you always have to kind of like get that off the ground. Sure. And then people sure. are like, okay, you're actually legit and serious. <laughs> yeah, we are. Right, right. Um, but I do, while I have this opportunity, yes. I want to take time to thank our sponsors. Yes, please Because do. without them... There's no way that we could have done this event at all. So we've had some tremendous support from the community. Wonderful. And um, just to name a few, HEB, mm -hmm. um, TFMB, Your Bank for Life, um, John with uh, University Mazda Kia. He's a um, good guy. Oh, gosh. He's a good guy. Yes, him mm -hmm. and his wife are just yes. amazing. Um, 
benchmark construction and catastrophe consult. It's a whole mm-hmm. yeah. And um Courtyard by Marriott. I mean they've they've been amazing. Wonderful. Um Christie's Burgers out in Belmede. Um, Kish Car Care, uh, Robert and Patricia Miller, the Whitehead family. Um, who else? Oh gosh, I, I'll be missing some people. McDonald's, the Cades Corporation. I, I mean, we've had so many amazing sponsors, a community bank and trust. So, and that's just naming a few. That's just a few. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's, we've had a total of 15 sponsors. That is wonderful. Yeah, so I hope if I didn't say their name. I yes. Hope well, and and, and like you said, because of their generosity, this event is possible. That's why this event is taking place. Yep. Absolutely. So we are very thankful for all of our sponsors. No amount is too small when it comes to an event of sure, this magnitude. Sure. Um, and so we are very grateful and we're very thankful for them. Yep. And so. and the least, if someone says, well, I just don't have money to give, it's okay because you can attend. You can attend. And, and that's can, another way of supporting. That is a way to support. Absolutely. You can attend. You can spread the word. You can um, get if you know 10 friends that have 10 students, correct, that is helping with this event because attendance is important as well to mm-hmm. make sure that um, we have the proper attendance so that we can have another event sure, like this sure. next year. Yeah. So let's, before we wrap up, let's talk about it one more time. So uh, the Syntex uh, Book Fest. Syntex Team Book Fest on the Brazos. B- on the Brazos. There you, you go. Huh? <laughs> times, now you get it used to it. Off my tongue. Yes. It's taking place on February the 11th. Starting at 10 o'clock. And then where, please? It is at Indian Spring Carver Middle School United. It is 500 University Park Drive. And it is absolutely free absolutely. to the community. Correct. Wonderful. Yes. Tracy, thank you thank for you. joining us today. Appreciate we appreciate it. you um, sharing this wonderful event through this channel. And I'm hoping that our audience is, it, that's tuning in is listening and, and really get excited that we can support events like this that are so beneficial for our community, for our babies, for our children, but even for us as parents as well. Uh, And before we end, once again, I want to thank our sponsors for making this podcast available, the Leadership Empowerment Group, and of course, the Office of External Affairs at Baylor University. Tracy, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an honor, Hector. And thank you for allowing me to come on this radio show to promote this event. Anytime. You You guys are welcome anytime. Thank you. Have a great day. This episode of Agoyo Hispano was made possible through the generosity of these sponsors. The Hispanic Leaders Network is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. Our vision is to develop and empower current and future leaders to make a difference in the community. To sponsor a future Orgullo Hispano podcast episode, email hlnwaco at hln-waco.org or visit the HLN website at www.hlnwaco.org.